This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. You got to drink to to deal with what's going on in the world right now, man. And by that, I mean Tiger King. Like, <laughs> how can you watch this show and not have to have a drink afterwards? It is just next level craziness. Netflix, Tiger King is the hottest show going right now. It's a documentary about big cat sanctuary zoo owners down in florida it's got murder it's got Mm -hmm. polygamy it's got uh mullets explosions you you started watching this yesterday on my recommendation and you're hooked right it's amazing you you did not lead me wrong it is uh, every episode could have been like a full season of a fictional tv show like the ozarks because the characters are just so deep and interesting they they're all bonkers. have they have they're they're bonkers but they have so many layers to them that are slowly unraveled as you watch and it's just it has the the psychology behind why people want these tigers is the craziest thing like it makes them feel powerful and important uh-huh. it gets them women it gets them laid it's it's wild why all these people love these tigers so much and there is no good guy no. On, on this Tiger King documentary, you think somebody, you're like, oh, that's the good guy. And then next episode, you're like, nope, that person's worse than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all have tigers in captivity for various reasons. Uh-huh. But it takes a certain type of person to, to, to hold one of those beasts behind bars, right? So you slowly it starts revealing all of their uh, like their dark sides. It's wild. It takes a man like Joe Exotic. <laughs> this dude is next level, and he's he's gay. He's a gay cowboy, big cat owner down in Florida. Uh, he's also a country music star, and I just gotta say, he's pretty darn good. He's like, not these, bad. These Joe Exotic uh, country music songs. I finished watching the documentary on Saturday. And I've been singing around the house, I Saw Tiger, nonstop. <laughs> if you haven't heard the song, here's a little sample of it. Let them run the jungle. Let them roam their land. Then stand back and marvel. What a beautiful cat. Because I saw a tiger. Now I understand. Isn't that? I'm not a country. Could be Toby Keith. I'm not a country music expert, but if that song was playing on our brother's station, Country 104, exactly, I would think it's it's it could be by the biggest country artist of the day. (laughs) I wouldn't bat exotic. Okay, there's that one. I don't know. Have you gotten to the episode with Here Kitty Kitty yet? Oh my God, the backstory. I can't don't, even. Don't th- spoil it. It seemed like a joke. Yeah, don't spoil it. But uh, so this Joe Exotic guy. First of all, I didn't know if it was really because you hear him talking, and he's like the epitome of redneck. And then he starts singing, and he's got a wonderful singing voice. I thought at first that he was he was lip syncing, like he had someone else record these songs for him, yeah, and and just put his face in the music videos. 
that's what I thought too, because he's a deceptive kind of guy. But then there's one scene where he's singing in the truck. Yeah, I clearly drives truck. around in his truck and listens to his own music all the time. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that is actually his voice. And like every album he puts out has 26 songs on it, <laughs> all about tigers. Dude, I've been going down the wormhole because Joe Exotic TV. I, I, I'm not going to spoil how the show ends, but Joe Exotic TV is still on YouTube, and oh, I've been watching man. these music videos nonstop. This is a this is a jam here. This is one of the best diss tracks of all time. It's uh, Joe Exotic, Here Kitty Kitty. Well, everything was fine, just as sweet as wine, but her husband went and disappeared. Got a little crazy, got a little hazy, and the cops said there's something wrong here. Oh, <laughs> here, like kitty. Oh, mama's got some treats for you. Oh, here, kitty, kitty. You can't find this taste in the zoo. Oh, Yeah, if you said this was Alan Jackson, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. No, it's Joe Exotic. He's good. The Tiger King. How did he never break through? <laughs> he may now. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to recommend that uh, that Country 104 that starts throwing these Joe Exotic songs on the air. It's oh, hot right should. now. Yeah. Tiger King trending on Twitter. If you haven't seen the show, pour yourself a stiff drink. Sit down and introduce yourself to Joe Exotic. Do yourself a favor. Taz and Jim, Game of Palooza. Brought to you by Pizza Nova. I can't lie. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Who do you trust? Yeah, we are playing Who Do You Trust? And our contestant this morning is Adam, who's cruising through Mississauga. Hey, Adam. How you doing, man? Good, yourself? Good. What's the traffic like out there? Oh, it's smooth sailing. Yeah, you can you can really notice that people are staying home? Yeah, definitely. That's a good thing. Okay, uh, this is how the game works, Adam. Jim and I each have a fact this morning about Ellen DeGeneres. I don't know if you saw this, but there's a comedian named Kevin T. Porter. And the other day on Twitter, he posted uh, a story about Ellen DeGeneres saying she's notoriously one of the meanest people alive. And then he asked other people to send him stories about how Ellen really is a terrible person. And he promised to donate $2 to the L.A. Food Bank for each story he got. He got a ton of stories about Ellen DeGeneres. Jim and I are each going to uh, recite one of these stories. You guess which one is true, and you are going to win $100 in Lotto Max tickets for uh, the $65 million draw tonight, okay? I could use that. Sounds good. I'm ready to play Jim, let's go with your fact about Ellen first. Okay, one of the reasons why people who work for her hate Ellen DeGeneres uh, is because she has a very sensitive nose. 
Uh, and it really, certain smells really bother her. So everyone has to, basically there's a bowl of chewing gum outside of her office. And anytime you want to go talk to Ellen, you have to go to the bowl, put a piece of gum in your mouth so your breath smells good, and then go up and talk to her. And if she thinks you smell, she will send you home for the day. That is the truth. If your breath stinks, you have to go home? She's got a sensitive nose. (laughs) Okay, that can't be true. Here's the truth about Ellen DeGeneres. She once fired an autistic custodian because he forgot he wasn't allowed to look at her or speak to her, and he was just a friendly guy who loved saying hello to everybody. So he made direct eye contact with Ellen DeGeneres, and he said good morning to her, and he's like, this guy's got to go. She had him fired. Okay. Oh, those, those are tough ones. I would say the first one is true. You're going with the chewing gum? Yes. Well, Adam, we got some good news for you. Those are both stories that this comedian received. We don't know if either of them are true, but these are stories <laughs> that people have told about oh, man, that's crazy. Ellen DeGeneres. She has gone online refuting uh, these stories. She says she's not sure. mean, drives her nuts to people. Keep saying that she's a terrible person. There's more <laughs> Maybe stories. Maybe there's smoke. Maybe there's, <laughs> there's fire where there's smoke. More stories here about how terrible Ellen is, according to some people on Twitter. And we'll uh, run down the list coming up here. But right now, Adam, congratulations. Yeah. You got $100 in Lotto Max. If you win $65 million, make sure you let us know, okay? I will, for sure. We're talking about Ellen DeGeneres, and Jim, you, you've told me this before. You're like, I've heard Ellen is the worst person ever. On her show, she seems like the nicest person ever. Where had you heard that? I had heard it on multiple podcasts, namely the Adam Carolla podcast. He had a couple comedians on uh, who used to write for her, uh-huh. and they said that she is a terror like so full of hate and it's hard to say like haters are haters comedians are haters and it's hard to know what's real but uh, adam carolla said at the time like you know she's uh, hiding something because she dances at the start of every episode like she's overcompensating and that's it's kind of true because that's what makes you think she's so lovable is the dancing (laughs) (laughs) so anyone who's dancing has got to no. be hiding something? Is well, that what you're it's saying? Like, it's like she comes out dancing so hard with the big smile on her face okay. because she needs to put something out there to hide the fact that she's miserable. Oh, she dances. She must be nice. Well, there's a comedian named Kevin T. Porter on uh, Twitter. He tweeted out that Ellen is notoriously one of the meanest people alive, and then he asked people to send him stories about how mean she is, said he'd donate $2 to the L.A. Food Bank for every story. He got so many stories, he eventually said, okay, guys, I'm just donating 600 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is getting out of control. Uh, some more, and again, Ellen will tell you these stories are not true about her. Uh, apparently, she once fired her head writer and never spoke to her again because the writer refused to cross the picket line back during that writer's strike. Remember that years ago? Yeah, that's kind of just your normal TV drama, I think, between comedians and writers. Ellen once complained to a restaurant owner because her server had chipped nail polish and the woman almost got fired. Hmm. Yeah, she was when she was serving the plate. She was dis- apparently asked for the manager after and said, I'm disgusted by this chipped fingernail. Like, ah. How did you even notice? Ah, well, if they're, if they're right in your face and they're great. If someone had gnarly, 
fingernails or if they had gnarly. Like, I don't know the extent of the, the grossness of the fingernails. It really depends. Whose like, side I, do you trust, really? I, I had a, I once had a, uh, a person preparing a sandwich for me at okay. a restaurant, and they said, I'm sorry, I'll be right back. I need to go pee. And they went to the bathroom, and while they were in the bathroom, I'm like, well, if she, I'm not letting her come back and finish making my sandwich, and I just left. <laughs> so I kind of, I'm kind of on Ellen's side there. Okay, that's that's okay. Maybe not totally comparable, but I hear what you're saying. But but this one, this sounds unbelievable. Ellen DeGeneres once threw a plate of salmon in a waiter's face because it wasn't what she ordered. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, very really? aggressive. I don't know, man. Like people will put up with anything for celebrities. Like the more and more, the longer the internet comes around or has been around, the more we find the dark secrets behind them. Ellen adopts really cute kittens and puppies. She's a big animal lover. Adopts cute kittens and puppies, but as they get older, she gets tired of them and forces friends or family to adopt them. So now she's now she's Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> the Tiger King. Uh, the comedian uh, Kevin T. Porter also acknowledged on his social media that he has no way of telling if any of these stories are true about Ellen DeGeneres. She could be yeah. the nicest person alive. It could be, but it could why? be true. Why would these rumors start? Obviously, she's hiding something. She's dancing way too hard. Exactly. <laughs> Some interesting times, unprecedented. A lot of people social distancing, isolating, self-quarantining, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of fear out there. And anytime people are afraid, there are jerks who try to take advantage of the situation, right? Of course. And a friend of ours got this email. <laughs> It's crazy. You see, you see the scam emails and they try to be kind of sneaky about getting your money, but not in this case. So our, our pal Paul got this email sent to his email account. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's blatant extortion, basically. It, it, there's, there's, there's a heading and then each one has a paragraph subheading under it so you understand it. Um, yeah. Do you want to read it or do you want me to, Taz? You go ahead. Okay. What do I know about you? To start with, I know all of your passwords. I am aware of your whereabouts, what you eat, with whom you talk, every little thing you do in a day. What am I capable of? If I want, I could even infect your whole family with the coronavirus and reveal all of your secrets. There are countless things I can do. What should you do? You need to pay me $4,000. You'll make the payment via Bitcoin to the below-mentioned address. If you don't know how to do this, search how to buy Bitcoin on Google. You have 24 hours to make the payment. If I do not get the payment, I will infect every member of your family with the coronavirus, no matter how smart you are. Believe me, if I want to infect them, I can. I will go ahead and reveal all your secrets. I will completely ruin your life. Nonetheless, if I do get paid, I will erase every little information I have about you immediately. You will never hear from me again. <laughs> it is a non-negotiable offer, so don't waste my time and yours by replying to this email. Sincerely, Oleg. I have a brother-in-law named Oleg. 
You think it's him? Oh, really? <laughs> and an he would know all, all your secrets. Is this really your friend who got the email to us? My wife's Ukrainian <laughs> side of the family is extorting me. <laughs> I like Isn't the that idea crazy, that a though? guy who would, yeah, yeah, a guy who would scam you and ask you for four thousand dollars and would poison your entire family. He'll delete all your information though once you give him four thousand dollars. He'll delete it immediately. He's trustworthy. Like, what kind of scam is this? It sounds like they just adapted it. They were probably sending this email already, saying, "I've got all your secrets. I'll expose everything I know about you if you don't pay us four thousand dollars." Then coronavirus rolls around, and they're just like. Hey, why don't we throw that in there too? So now I'm going to expose. <laughs> I've got your browser history. I'm going to tell everyone about the uh, the weird porn you've been watching, and I'm going to come over and cough on your family if you don't give me four thousand dollars in Bitcoin. And once everybody finds out how big of a pervert you are, you'll be too sick to defend yourself. Checkmate. <laughs> so that's an example of some of the. That's an extreme example. That's that's the craziest one I've seen. But you got to be careful. Make sure if you're donating money to help people, you're donating to reputable causes. If people are asking for passwords or or, or money uh, and it's coronavirus related, make sure you know exactly what you're dealing with because the number of phishing emails, as they call them, have increased mm-hmm. as they do in times of crisis. When people are scared, they're not thinking right, and these... Uh, these COVIDiots, these scam artists, are trying to capitalize on the situation. So if Oleg does contact you, uh, either forward that on to the authorities or do not respond. <laughs> if I want to affect you, I can. I will reveal <laughs> all your secrets. I will completely ruin your life. If you did have secrets, though, even if those scam emails, you realize that they're a scam, right? Anytime that email comes in, though, your heart would skip a beat. Like, if you did murder somebody or you were having, having an affair, uh-huh. like you would be freaked out, and then you'd have to calm yourself down every time you got one of these. Yeah, that's a, that's where how Oleg makes his money. <laughs> the people that do have <laughs> do have dark secrets. Like, how did Oleg find out about that? Uh-oh, I better pay him. the dice. <laughs> As of 11.59 tonight, all non-essential services are going to be closed in Ontario. Essential services only starting at midnight. Now, what we're surprised by is how long the list of essential services is. Jim, you've posted the entire Ontario government's list on all of our uh, Taz and Jim social media feeds, right? Yes, yes. The official list, and the official list is 75 items long. And that and that's not 75 different professions. It's like 75 headings for all sorts of different professions. It, it's wild how many are on this list. Yeah. When we heard, and I'm sure a lot of people, I know yesterday the lineups at the liquor stores were very long because people thought, oh, they're going to be closing the liquor stores down. No. LCBO, essential service. So you're still going to be able to get your beer and your wine and your, your spirits from the LCBO. And now there's... 300 people in Ontario that have $4,000 worth of alcohol they have nothing to do with at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Well, eventually they're going to shut the liquor stores down. I better stock up, start selling the stuff on eBay. (laughs) Here's a, a message. It says, Taz and Jim, essential services, real estate and car dealerships are essential. 
I thought we were supposed to be on lockdown. Well, I guess people still need cars. If you need a car, you need to. There has to be somewhere you can go to get one. Also, uh, real estate. Like I know, I know a friend who has. He's moving. He got married. He's moving to live with his wife in another city, and he needs to sell his house. Um, it's been on the market, and financially, he's got to sell his house. Right, so I could see that. I know I've talked to some friends in real estate. They most agents are not doing open houses. They've been told by Oria, the Ontario Real Estate Association, um, that they aren't. Who wants people coming through their house, touching all their stuff when they're not home, anyways? At this point, so I don't think open houses are happening. But uh, yeah, real estate deemed an essential service as well. And even if the real estate industry is still going, the movers, are the movers working? Are the U-Haul places open? Will your friends come and help you move? Yeah, where what does it nightmare. end? What are some of the comments uh, on the list there that you posted on our Facebook page? Uh, John says, after reading this joke of a list, I think I'm just going to self-isolate. Perhaps all of us so-called essential workers should. I don't know what all you do, but I work in tires. I don't think that's essential when everyone is supposed to stay home. Bobby says, I think it would have been easier for people to understand if they had just listed the non-essential businesses. (laughs) There's so many on this list. Uh, Brad says, yeah, yeah. Brad says, so basically I can't get my nails done? Darn. Um, Rod says, uh, it appears as though the premier is trying to maintain a strong economy throughout this pandemic. It won't be much good though, if there's only a handful of us left to enjoy it. And, uh, Ron says, not sure what to think. Trudeau says enough is enough. Stay home or he'll enforce. And Ford says we're staying open for business. So I've made a decision because I've had enough of this crap. And I'll stop listening to the news and carry on with my life. Never in my 60 years have I seen such a group of incompetent people running this country. God help us. So he's staying Uh-oh. positive. Did he say 60 years? Oh, mm-hmm. Maybe you should stay home, buddy. They say. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? 60 plus, man. Yeah. You're, at, you're at a higher risk of getting hit hard by coronavirus, possibly even dying nobody's complaining about the liquor stores being open though on that thread did you see anyone no, complaining about I think the that's lcbos a consensus. <laughs> nope <laughs> we're all good there you think you're going a little stir crazy like at least you have someone to talk to jim you got your girlfriend sarah and your dog bruce at home with you i've, I've got my family uh my kids my wife here with me so yeah you got some company i feel bad for the people who are isolated well kind of i'm kind of jealous of them too depending on the situation right yeah the people who are all by themselves in uh, isolation or quarantine uh if if they're an elderly person then i i feel bad we actually received a a voicemail sent to the station and this really pulled up my heartstrings here let's play it for everybody hello i am one of the senior citizens here in guelph i am very disappointed we are old people is locked up it's nowhere to go and we listen to the radio and the music is just only for our young people we don't hear anything for our age from the music or anything. I don't know if you people can do something about it or you think about the senior citizen 
who is locked up in, in their place, they cannot go out and they don't have too much entertainment and they would like to listen some nice old music, but it gives us some nice and peace and we can get over our burden to not to communicate with each other. Thank you very much. And I am positive somebody else feel like I am. I hope you people at least some time to play our music also. Bye-bye. Oh, man. I love that old lady. Yeah, she's, you know, it's a valid point. All the music on the radio these days is for the young people. They're not playing enough for, for the old people. It's something that we didn't really think about until now. But luckily, we have it within our power to do something about it. So for that lady, here is the 1936 smash hit, When I'm Cleaning Windows, by George Formby. Now I go cleaning windows to earn an honest bob For a nosy parker it's an interesting job Now it's a job that just suits me A window cleaner you would be If you can see what I can see When I'm cleaning windows Honeymooning couples too You should see them bill and coo You'd be surprised at things they do When I'm cleaning windows In my profession I'll work hard but I'll never stop I'll climb this blinking ladder Till I get right to the top The blushing bride She looks divine The bridegroom he is doing fine I'd rather have his job than mine When I'm cleaning windows There we go. (laughs) For that lady, the nice old lady there. When I'm cleaning windows. windows. (laughs) Which, if you listen listen to the lyrics, the guy's a total peeping Tom, right? What a creep. (laughs) I just watched a newlywed. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.